Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This week, it's fun and games again, as stuntman Mark calls on Reddit to eat his balls and identifies toxic communities. Bob off plays on baby mode, but dunks on sports. And it's winning Wade's birthday. The industrious chap, working just for you, gentle listener, just for you. From The Sims to eSports, yes, it's time for Video Game Tier List. Part 2. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello everybody, welcome back to Distractable. I'm today's host, Wade. Welcome to the show where one of us, there's three, hosts, uh, the other two compete for points, the judge gets decided if they get points, how many points, so on and so forth, picks a winner for the next episode, and we talk about whatever the heck we want. And per usual, my two co-hosts are with me, Mark and Bob. Hello. 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 I'm on a losing streak. It's injustice, and we will rise up against this injustice, and we will take Distractable by the balls, and we will force it into our own universe of me. Who do you think you are, Wade? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just feel like the, the Distractable subreddit should be uprising against this injustice and not focusing on simple distractions that are only caused by Wade and his evil evilness. You know, it's funny. There's a lot of stuff in the subreddit, and I'm not going to mention most of it. But I will say, in the in the last week, um, even after Wade's been winning a bunch, Wade and I are trading wins back and forth as agreed. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, I'm still seeing people in the subreddit who are like, "I'm here to stand, Wade. Wade doesn't get enough respect. These guys never let Wade win." Uh, uh. I agree, especially today. You know why today? It's April. It's uh, is it raining? Is it Bald Appreciation Day? You know, I was going to do <clears throat> an episode about the hell well, do you guys know me? But you've already both lost because you didn't even acknowledge it's my birthday. Because it's definitely my birthday when we're recording this. And it's my birthday right now as people are listening to this. Well, it seems like that would have been a good uh, good first question in the how well do we know you. 
Yeah, I guess. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was uh, kind of leading on to see if we go that route, but you both failed, so we're going to go a different route today, but nice nice try. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's just because you couldn't have been bothered to come up with a list of questions, because that's why he doesn't deserve to win, because he doesn't do the research ahead of time and come prepared with hilarious bits and goofs and gaffs. And this is not fair! I don't need to prepare. My hilariousness is just here i'm just built different all right then make me laugh make me laugh i dare you i dare you make me laugh i, I like how marcus try aggressively to cut his own legs off before we've even begun and wade is just like i'm not i'm not biting yeah wait i'll win this episode what how are you gonna stop me judge what are you talking to yourself now Look, I know that I'm not going to win this one because when Wade's in charge, he has a vendetta against me. Even though he has taken away all of my wins and I've earned them back through sheer hard work, I have a feeling he's just going to take them away again and then make me lose and preemptively lose for the next few rounds. And so I'm just going to rage against the dying of the light. Oh, I will take them away again. We never explored the the bounds of the of the host's power. How far into the future can a host reach? How much can you take from other people in the future? I decree as host for today and today only, Mark can <laughs> never win again. <laughs> Let's see how long that holds up. But all of my sound bites, remember <laughs> the turnaround? I've got so many more lined up and ready. The turn around. Yeah, no, I remember. I love that one. Great, play it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just checked my soundboard here. Uh, well, hold on there. There's got to be something here. Wait, wait. Wait, is something actually going to happen? <gasps> You've entered the bonus round. <laughs> oh, boy. That was so loud. That was so loud. That was pretty loud. Oh, well, we heard it, didn't we? So uh, You know what? One point, Mark, for having us out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. All right, cool. All right. How's um, everything going on your project that you want to tell us everything about? Yeah, details, details, details. It's going well. Uh, I don't know what date this is going to air, so it may or may not have been announced, but I'm going to... Literally my birthday. I'm going to air on the side of it not have been <laughs> announced yet, so uh, just in case, just in case... Um, it's going well. Uh, it's great. Very, very cool and fun and interesting and it's engaging, challenging, and I'm learning new stuff every day and it's getting like feeling very fulfilling and yada, yada, yada. Is it good? Would you say it's good? Oh man. If I like, I'm going to show you guys a clip uh, later that, you know, just like you keep to yourselves, but it's like, it's just, it's really, really cool. Like what we're making is just kind of, can we show it on (laughs) while we're recording our faces and Wade and I are just like, (gasps) 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 yeah i know right here i'll I'll text it to the group and let me see it's just a it's a short clip of um a stunt that we did but it's just like it's just like so i'm gonna send this to the group chat and you guys give a live reaction for for everyone who's so concerned about leaning too much into visual gags we're not going to show anything there's nothing to see so there's nothing to see it's, this is exactly what we do all the time when we're like, I'm going to show you this thing. And then you hear us go, Whoa! <laughs> It's like the olden days. <laughs> With nothing to look at and no descriptions to be had anywhere. Visuals. Man, that was sure would have been a smart thing to prepare for today. But you know what? It's my birthday. I don't have to prepare anything. I think it got sent over. So, Wait, can I can I watch this yeah, now? Yeah, Whatever yeah, you yeah. sent New me? New live Wade reaction. Okay, but don't show it to anybody. No sound, right? Uh, don't play any sound, yeah. I accidentally tweeted it. <laughs> I mean, who would do that? Whoa. 
you really had stuff and things happen in that place where stuff and things might happen. I know, right? But it's cool, right? It is cool. Whoa. Is that you? That's me. Oh, damn. Yeah. Can you believe that that occurred? And no one can complain because <laughs> we're not showing anything anyway. There's nothing to see. You can't see it. That was a live reaction. A first time viewing of that. I. What can I... Uh, but tell Will to bleep this out if it's too much information. Are you injured? Are you injured? No, 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 no. So it was a stunt, and it's just like, it's just a really, really cool uh, thing that we can do considering how we're filming this thing. Right. It's a stunt that was completely all in one take, live, and there's no wires or nothing. I'm getting hucked. Yeah. Uh, because the whole thing moves <laughs> like the whole we have this motion control rig is this spoilers that's shh mark shh mark's gonna be mad <laughs> you're spoiling everything mark okay here's a spoiler there's a stunt in the project okay right um but oh! no other description so so we wanted to do as much as possible with like you know uh real motion because it's so hard to fake motion on camera otherwise we did that on space where it's like you know something would hit the ship and we'd go go you know star trek style um like batman <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so for this, because it's like, it's a movie, I wanted it to be elevated, so we actually have a motion control thing that this thing is a fucking beast of a machine, uh, and it can move me at half a G of acceleration in almost any direction. Uh, so when I when you see me doing, like, falling over like that, that's because the whole thing is moving, and so I literally am getting chucked across the room and then chucked across the room. It's great. I don't want to hear this. This sounds like spoilers. I don't want to have this spoiled for me. The whole project spoiled. Me. Yeah. Okay. All right. It it looks wild. I'm not an expert, but I watch I watch Corridor Digital, so I've seen their stuntmen mm -hmm. videos, and it looks pretty cool compared to like wire gags or digital stuff. I know, right? And so because everything else is moving at the same time, so it's like the craziest thing about it is like there's there's like a stunt coordinator behind the the camera of course because i wouldn't just be doing that without supervision um and it's just like he's watching me and and apparently everyone on monitor was like watching me and just being like because <laughs> this kind of stuff just doesn't happen uh, it's just like and i'm i have pads on but i was very important about like i want to do my own stunts i want to like try to try to make it work not for masochistic reasons let's be very clear about that you just want to see if your body can take it it's not masochism yeah, i just want to <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Behind that mask, Ruro? Rom Cruz? <laughs> oh, well, is that, oh, is that Rom Ruse's real voice? Is that Rom Ruse? 5-5 five, five does his own stunts? <laughs> but it, yeah, no, so there's a, there's a stunt coordinator, and man, there's no one in the world that this guy, like, he makes me you feel so good about yourself this guy he's just like the way he looks at you, he's just like he's always smiling always winking like you're gonna do great bud and winking he's just like i'll be right back there you you, you got this you crush this and it's like man i do got this i will crush this what if you find out he doesn't even work there he just likes you a lot he's just hanging out <laughs> he's just like a janitor who watered it you got this buddy all right mm -hmm. can we get a re-roll on six uh, a re-roll on six <laughs> 
That's what someone would say doesn't work there, right? <laughs> yeah, he's throwing around wrong jargon. That that, uh, that tracks. Sorry, I don't mean to be spoiling what you're doing there. I didn't mean to spoil the magic of the recording process. Your wrong jargon was so wrong. I know you were doing it intentionally, but it just still <laughs> made me do like a... Like my nerve cells just snapped in my head. Reroll at six. Mark, are you doing aisle-based shooting? Are you using the grocery store method? <laughs> Aisle six is the dangerous one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, everyone, please give me a second. I need to grow shop and get into character. <laughs> Guys, I'm not feeling this heavy seat. I know you, you you want more emotions. I want more emotions from me as a director, as an as an actor. At the same time, I'm gonna go be in aisle twelve, uh, just examining some produce. Uh, move on. Get the get the other get the other setup for this. I can't believe you're spoiling the sequel to In Space. Markiplier in grocery store. Yeah. No. Sh Guys, come on. In Grosh with Markiplier. In Grosh. What groceries will I choose? You get a different cart at the end, depending on the yeah. choices you make about what you put in your cart. Mm-hmm. I know, right? You know, it's it's a different challenge. It's a completely different challenge than doing, you know, first person, you know, one take, connected shots like that. It's it's a different beast. It just uh, requires a lot more careful planning, especially when you're doing something like that. Like, that's you got to be careful. Um, you gotta take your time. You can't rush things like that. So. Well, I will say, so that was, that was untouched, right? No color correction or anything, but that's, that's what it looks like raw in camera. Yeah. There's a basic LUT on there, uh -huh. but that's not final color at all. It looks pretty sick. It looks. I know, right? Tell us what you guys think about it. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see anything. Don't even try. Anyway. So that's what's going on in, in my life. But I walked away with that, like barely any, any aches, like, you know, a little, little shoulder twinge here, but nothing that was like lasted more than a day excellent well everybody out there look forward to that coming then markiplier doing stuff <laughs> thank you bob tell us the cool things you've been doing i'm uh i'm also doing cool stuff yeah no i uh i have a baby he doesn't sleep other than the baby oh i have a car and i've been putting things on the car okay. i installed uh carbon fiber <clears throat> side mirror covers and a, a, a high flow aftermarket uh, air, air filter uh, type system that does not violate the warranty Subaru of America and uh, and uh, I re just recently got a tail light that I'm going to install I got the fourth so that's cool right that's pretty much as cool as what Mark's doing is that I have a car <laughs> well considering all I have done is play like the Diablo 4 beta and exist yeah I'd say you probably have me beat you've been playing the beta you have access already Everyone that pre-ordered did this weekend. Oh man. <laughs> it's pay to access. I just haven't had time to play anything. Like, Resident Evil 4 Remake came out, and I haven't had time for that. And it's like, oh, I'm just getting, like, frustrated. because This is a once-a-decade opportunity, Mark. You're only going to have five more of these in our lifetime. You're not joking, because D Diablo 3 came out at the beginning of when I started YouTube. Like, yes, it is a once-in-a-decade thing. Uh, I know. Maybe they'll pick up the pace. Maybe. Is it good, though? I, I, I've enjoyed it so yeah. far. Yeah. Enjoyed it a lot so far. Okay, that's good. That's it's good. not dramatically different. It doesn't feel mm -hmm. too far away from Diablo 3 so far, but mm -hmm. uh, it's fun. They've made it an MMO to some extent, so it's kind of like, I don't know if you played Path of Exile at all, but it kind of feels a bit like that, where all the dungeons are instanced with your party, but the overworld, you can see other people and like run and find and do events and someone else can wander in and like help or whatever. Um, and there's like a world boss where like you can have a party of up to four, and I think up to three parties of four up to 12 people can attack the world boss together. That's pretty cool. Though. Who knows what the end game will look like, but... I just want to play the druid. Oh, yeah? 
Won't be a bear, man. Uh, yeah. That's not playable cool. yet. Next weekend, it would have been. It will. It will have be. <laughs> it will be have that thing. Yes, we all know. We all know. Show yeah. a clip of that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. There's nothing to see. You know, I went back and played Diablo 2 Remastered all, all the way through the end game and stuff. And as I was playing it, I was like, oh, the nostalgia. And then, like, the things about Diablo 2 that were so, like, difficult or annoying started to creep in. And I was like, as I got further and I was like, I just kind of want to go play Diablo 3. And I don't know when that switched in my mind. Because a lot of times playing Diablo 3, I was like, oh, man, this will never be as good as 2. And then, like, at some point, it crossed the threshold of, like... I actually think I like this one better now. It actually did surpass mm, and fun. Okay, cool. So, so you finally succumbed to the brainwashing, huh? I did, yeah. By playing both games and comparing them in my mind, I did. You fool. Because <laughs> the whole time there was a whispering in my ear. I thought it was like some cool background music, but it was like, three's better, three's better. And I was like, man, I think maybe three's better. And then I sang along with it. But that does bring me to today's topic, since we've been talking for a while here. I just tried to itch my ear, but my headphone's on, so I just itched my headphone. Did it work? Only people that were watching the video on Spotify would have seen what exclusive scoops that people are missing out on in the audio version. That's true. And only they can see me do this. <gasps> Wait, whoa, the nonsense that he just did. I can't even describe it. I would if I could. <laughs> I know, it's madness. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Uh, for today's episode, we're going to get back to something we were working on a while ago. Um, we're going to work on a games tier list. And we've already done an episode on this, and if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But we only got like, let me see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 games. Our list was broken down by the standard of like the genre, S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, D tier, F tier, and haven't played. Right now in the standard, we have Gary's Mod, Guitar Hero, and Rock Band as like a pairing. S tier, we have Mass Effect, Zelda, Doom, and the Souls series, probably including Elden Ring, yeah. I imagine, and like Souls-like games. Because mm -hmm. like there's one I haven't played, Sekiro, but I think that's a Souls-like game, right? It's a FromSoft game, right? It's, it's in the... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, I, see, I don't know. I've never played it. it but it's very, it plays very different than the other ones. Okay, well, we can do that one separately We can, if we get to it. Yeah, to, to lump all of the Souls game together would be a disservice to the Souls fans. I say we lump them together. I think it's because we have, like, a hundred games here, and, like, we can't get to all of them individually, so we're just like, let's just do our best. Mm. As an A tier, we have The Last of Us, which I'm assuming is A tier because we probably included Last of Us 2. It's probably both games. Otherwise, Last of Us should definitely be like an S tier or standard. I fight that. FNAF's an A tier. Call of Duty's an A tier. It's kind of surprising, though I guess it's been around for a long time. Halo's an A tier, which is also, to, in my mind, is like a standard defining game. Diablo's an A tier, which hurts me because it's been a part of my life for so long, but I guess it was fair at the time. And we have the GTA games in A tier. Pokemon is alone in B tier. We put FNAF in A tier. We do for some reason. Yeah. I don't remember you're why. You're the one who is. I mean, both of you guys played it, but Mark is the king of that. So I assume you lobbied for that. Did I? Man, what was wrong with me? I wouldn't. I don't. I don't like this game. I think it's stupid. <laughs> Men aren't purple. C tiers: Assassin's Creed, World of Warcraft, and PUBG. Uh, we have nothing in D tier, and we have Fortnite alone in F tier. I guess we really hated Fortnite <laughs> when we did this. I don't know why. <laughs> Fortnite was all, I mean, Fortnite kind of like took PUBG and made it better, but also there was a lot of, um, made it better. Well, more popular, I should say. Fortnite did overtake in popularity. I, I, I preferred PUBG. 
I should say popularity. I preferred PUBG to Fortnite, but Toby was born in Fortnite. We, so far, we haven't done any games that none of us have played, so haven't played is currently empty. Well, we're real gamers, so... Um, I have a huge list of games to get to. I'm sure we will cover this list of probably like 50 games or game series that I have. I have no doubts we are capable. If there's anything we do, it's move quickly through topics. Yeah, that is Oh, us. yes. Too quickly, some would say. There is one game that I'm surprised we didn't do last time. Because one, it was the start of probably our careers online together, and it was one where I met my wife. So we're going to start with Minecraft today. We didn't talk about Minecraft? Not on the list. That is weird. Of things we talked about. It's on my list, but it's not on the... You would the... think that might have come up between the three of us. Weird. Yeah, you would. That's crazy. Oh, uh, sidetrack. Side note, I just saw this. This is kind of crazy. This is a news as of a little bit ago from this recording. Epic has been ordered to pay $245 million after luring customers into Fortnite purchases, which is a fascinating thing. What an F-tier game. <laughs> the Federal Trade Commission has finalized its order to fine Epic Games $245 million over so-called, quote, dark patterns in, quote, Fortnite, which led players into making unwanted purchases in the game. And they said they used dark patterns in the design of the game's menu and interface to make it easier for players to make unintended purchases of in-game items, especially for children, to make purchases without parental consent. And it was like, this included button layouts deemed counterintuitive and inconsistent by the FTC, laid out in ways that a player could easily make a wrong button press and initiate the payment. Who would do that? I can't believe Epic Games invented reversing button layouts and misleading menu options to trick you into making purchases. No, no. Clearly, it's intuitive UI design that is meant to make the gaming experience better. I just want to say, so you said they were uh, fined by the court um, $245 million? $245 million. Oh, so they so they had to pay $245 million. What an astronomically low and inadequate number, considering that by the first estimate I could in I could Google, the game is worth somewhere north of twenty billion and their revenue annually is something kinda like five billion dollars a year. Well, yeah, they gotta pay back like one percent of what they stole from people, you know? So they make five thousand million dollars a year. And they got fined as a punishment a quarter of one million dollars. A no, a quarter, a quarter of a billion. A quarter of a billion. Two hundred forty-five million. Oh, you know what? Yeah, two hundred forty-five okay. million. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Wow, what a stupid point I am making. God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I mean, it's still not a lot comparatively, but it's a lot of money. It, yeah, no, that's a blow to any company. Yeah, it's that's still. Yeah, they're probably it could, fine. It could be higher. It's part of a larger half a billion settlement. I'm not sure to who, but this is, I think, is the FTC directly giving a fine to Epic um, for them to pay. I'm, I imagine to the FTC, or I don't know, paying back to uh, the people. But it's, um, it, it, I do like this because lately, and you've been seeing it for years. Games, especially free to play games, have just been 
trying to figure out what the most efficient way to drain people's money is. That's what mobile games are these days, or just everything possible to make it so annoying to play without making a purchase that people kind of get lumped into it. And especially in the design of like menu, things like that to make it like, oh, you must play, you must do this, like making it as attractive as possible. It's, it's like, there is a line. A game can be free to play and have in-game purchases. That I don't have a fundamental problem with that. But when the entirety of the experience is being more and more centered around that and optimizing that, it just runs away into escalating things where it just becomes a huge problem that loses the whole point of playing games in the first place. So um, I don't know the details of this suit. I don't know the details of this charge. I just see this and I'm like, okay, that's at least a landmark case to be like, game developers, stop. Be, well, game publishers, really. Stop being such assholes and just stop trying to squeeze money out of children. I do think that's interesting. Uh, without knowing any of the precedent that this sets legally, I've always wondered how it was legal for games like you're talking about, Mark. Part of the way they're strategizing to juice money out of players is all the menus and stuff. It will pop up and it'll be like, do you don't not want to never ever buy this battle pass? And you mm -hmm. look at it and you're like, do I hit no or yes <laughs> or cancel yeah. to avoid yeah. paying money? And once they have your credit card info, some games uh -huh. make it. So it's like you click one thing, a pop-up comes up. And if you click the wrong option, they're like, oh, you made the purchase. <laughs> it's like, how is that legal? So is it a phone setting or game setting? Because, like, when I make purchases on my phone or whatever, I always have to, like, confirm it with either, like, face ID, a password, fingerprint, like, that combination. Yeah, yeah. But if you have Fortnite bucks, yeah, if you have the in-game currency already, you paid money for that already. Gotcha. And so, yeah, if you have in-game currency, you can just, yeah, okay. So that, yeah. It's possible to not have face ID or other biometric confirmation on payment methods on phones. It's possible mm -hmm. to have in-game currency. It's possible for kids to, uh, you know, fake things. And I wonder how many millions of dollars in credit card debt is sitting out on the credit market that is purely from kids got on their parents' phone, figured out how to make purchases and bought 10,000 V-Bucks over the course of nine months before their parent was like, what the hell are all these charges from Epic Games on my credit card? Why did I spend $3,000 last month on Epic Games? What is that? And, and also, it, like, it, if for those at home who want to get a visualization of it, we're not putting up a picture, don't worry. But just think of, like, when you're on a website that's like, do you mind if we use cookies? And you go to customize preferences, and it's always tiny compared to, like, no, don't change anything. Uh, you know, the big yeah. no is, like, in green is, like, no, don't change anything. Let us use cookies. Um, and if you click, if you even if you click, click customize, the buttons at the bottom are, like, yes, keep the cookies yeah. the way that we want them. And then... Tiny and red is like, no, confirm my choices that I don't want you to track me. And that's what this yeah. kind of like dark UI design is about. It's about making these misleading things. It is, and this is what happens when things don't have specific, this is why legal language is so goddamn specific, is because it needs to be like, you can't trick your customers by doing this or this or this or this or this or this, because they're going to come up with ways of like, okay, it didn't say this, so we can do this and this and this. And then it has to be like, you know, you can't do this yeah. and this and this. So it's like, yeah, this is actually probably a good my thing. my uh, a thing that infuriates me about that is in California, you can get websites where it's like 
Do you accept all of our cookies or do you want to go to this California state website where you can fill out a form and submit it and blah? I can't, I'm not, I can't even do that. Like I'm not filling yeah. out a form and then waiting to get a response before I use your website or like what? I don't know. It's, I can't believe a lot of that is legal. And apparently it's not. If this sets some sort of precedent where the FTC can throw out fines for crap like that, app developers are going to be shaking in their boots because they all do the same shit. Uh, I will have to rein us back in, though. We're like halfway through here. All right, F tier. Bad UA, <laughs> UI design F tier. F tier. F tier. Now games. back to Minecraft. Minecraft. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, remember that thing we were talking about like 12 minutes ago? Minecraft. Burn through topics. We'll get through all of them, Wade. Don't worry. It's all right. We got UI design. That was definitely on my list of uh, games. UI Bad UI design. I'm going to put it in F tier. I don't know. It feels weird because I haven't actually played Minecraft in possibly multiple years, except for a couple like one-off exceptions where it was with family or something. It's been a long time. I feel like it's pretty high. I feel like it's potentially S tier or whatever. It, you know. I, I, I would also agree S tier just because even if you don't like it, the game that's not necessarily what this listed is about in my mind it's about like that game has so many possibilities it is clearly one of the greatest just playground sandboxes for people to just explore and adventure in it clearly has lasting potential because it's still somehow one of the most popular games in the world even like 12 years out till however many years after it's released is it the standard of sandbox games no, fuck the standards get that standard shit out of here who cares i literally said before we started we should redo the standard you're like no i like it like this i thought you said that we were doing that and then that's what we were doing i didn't even no wade what i said was no i don't want to keep doing it so leave it as it is on the side is what i said yeah no uh, mark i feel like mark and i were both on the side of that was a bad decision we shouldn't talk about the standard setting games yeah how could we be more clear i don't not never want to talk about that wade <laughs> oh god i wish i had a clip of no it's terrible leave it it's funny great okay all right i guess i will click here if you don't want to talk about standard setting games so now S tiers that we no longer have the standard. Gary's mind and Guitar and Rock Band are just off the list now. They're gone. They're disappeared. They're off to the side in their own world. We could have a we could have a magical higher tier that's just Wade tier. The standard setters get to get oh. to live in their own tier off where the Taco Bell uh, side is, wherever that is. No, that's a different tier list. <laughs> All right, Minecraft S tier. I feel like it I, th is I think Minecraft S tier. Even if I don't play it anymore, I think it uh, it owes to be up there. It's just fascinating what's possible. It's still one of the top games. You can go into Minecraft and just play vanilla Minecraft. You can go and have like almost an MMO world building experience with other people. You can go and play Pokemon. They have like the Pixelmon games. They have uh, all the different like tech craft games like that we toyed with a little bit. And I'm sure that those are insane. Didn't someone make a working computer? Yeah. Yeah, no, you couldn't make working processors using stuff that's basically natively in Minecraft. You could make full computers of stuff. Just, you can do so much with it. It's insane. Yeah. It's true. All right. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh. <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 
5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So Minecraft, we're tossing an S tier. Um, let's do League of Legends, which is a game I don't have a lot of experience with, but I know is a big game and has been for a long time. What are those kind of games called? They have like a- MOBA, multiplayer online battle arena. I have played three matches of League of Legends and I played him with zombie mold and he told me after the third game, he's like, you're pretty bad at this. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> And I didn't play again. <laughs> that sounds like the ubiquitous everywhere experience with uh, MOBAs, especially League of Legends. I did play some of the one that was on um, the Battle.net version, the Blizzard version. Heroes of the Storm. Called. Love that game. Still play that game. Here's the Storm. I did play that one some. That was fun. Yeah. But anyway, League of Legends, big time game. A lot of people love it. Played it for a long time. People hate it, and then they go back to it, and they get into it again. I hear so many people that are like... Oh, yeah, I got away from League. It was just getting to be too much. And then like a month later, they're like, yeah, sorry, I was just playing League. And it's like, what? I thought you were done. Well, I was, but I'm back. No, here's here's the thing. League as a game, because I played the original, uh, which was a Warcraft 3 mod. Was it? Dota. I played the original Dota yeah. mod in Warcraft 3, and it was very fun. And League of Legends is no different. The game is fun. But the fact is you have to play with other people. You can play against bots, but it's not the same. The people are terrible. <laughs> they're terrible people. Yeah. They're they're just and they're not terrible people outside of the game. The game makes <laughs> you a terrible person. <laughs> they might be. It's, they <laughs> might be too. It, it it's really just like toxicity is part of the game because people use it as a strategy. They call it like getting in the other player's head. It's like getting under their skin, and it's like that is not necessarily a bad thing. I like mind games. I like, but it's the same reason I don't play Among Us or anything like that because I don't really l enjoy that kind of aspect of multiplayer. I can't 
say the game is bad, but I can't put it in like S or A tier because I don't have enough experience in the game. And all the experience that I have is just like League of Legends as a game existed before or after Dota. And therefore, it's always in my mind been a toxic wasteland. So can you put it high? I don't even know. I, I feel conflicted uh similarly because i do think mobas as a game type i play a lot of heroes of the storm which is kind of like a, a baby moba it's much simpler in a lot of ways than league is and it's fun it's fun i play we play it with mandy's parents actually we play it as a family uh because you can play against bots and like you can just sort of be casual and run around and and dunk on you know bots or get dunked on by bots which is annoying but uh a new one just came out too right pokemon unite is that a moba I thought it was. I think it is. I know no, nothing, nothing about that. But anyway. the game, I I think the games are fun, but I also think League of Legends only has one map, right? The thing about League is the heroes or champions or whatever they're called. And mm -hmm. like they have they seem to have wild balancing issues. I don't follow it very closely, but whenever I look in on League or hear about it, it's always like, "Oh, this new champion is basically invincible and can kill everyone with one move." And then it's like, oh, they nerfed him. Now this champion's unplayable because they don't do anything. They just die. They might as well just stand there and let everyone kill them. Don't you also ban players before you go into matches sometimes? Like, there's certain characters that are so powerful they're just like... Uh, pick ban is like an esports thing, but I don't I don't know if pick ban is in, like, normal oh, okay. ranked or whatever. I, I thought that was just a regular. Also, Pokemon Unite is a multiplayer online battle arena video game, which I'm assuming is what MOBA stands yes. for. Weird. I didn't know that. So, like, I feel like the game is not super groundbreaking, but it is a very fun genre, and League is, you know, arguably at the, at the top of the tier of MOBAs. But the community, I feel like Tyler1 is a representation as, a, as an individual of the things about the community that are both ridiculously cool and the reason I would not be interested in it. Because he's mm -hmm. done some crazy stuff. He reached, I don't know what the top rank is, like Grandmaster or something. He reached the top rank yeah. in every role, all in one season. It was fascinating. I don't mm -hmm. follow him super closely, but that's like... Not Tyler. T different Tyler. Tyler 1. Tyler 1. The streamer, Tyler 1. Okay, I, okay. I was like, Tyler's a Grandmaster in League of Legends? Who looks like a... You know, Tyler. Like a roided out little gnome <laughs> man who's screams and is the nastiest little dorito keyboard ever all right we don't we don't need to bring height into this this is fine just because you're six foot four giants look down on all of us you well, all right hold on here. but yeah like tyler one he's done some fascinating stuff and he's like a huge figure in the scene but also i would not want to play a game with him ever I would not, he do, his, I don't know if it's a stream persona or what, but the, what he presents when he plays League and how he shouts at his teammates and how toxic he is and how, how much of an absolute asshole he is. I don't want that. That's not what I want to do at all. He seems awful. He's like a fascinating performer and, you know, streamer, but I don't know. Do you get to, do you include the community and do you include the esports when we're tiering games? Because League of Legends esports is some of the most popular in the entire world. They have huge events. Shout out Tyler One. Please don't sue us. I mean, he probably talks shit. And I don't. Whatever. Be mean, Tyler. That's that's what you do. What you do best. Yeah. You don't know me, but I know you because <laughs> I watched you once. <laughs> All right. So, but I have no idea where to put it. I just feel like the esports is like top tier. The game itself is like Mark said, fascinating, good game, very interesting. The community mm. and the 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 culture of it, horrific. 
Zero interest whatsoever. I would say F tier culture community. Okay, if you take out community, where would you where would you put the game by itself without that? If you if you think about the esports, if you think about the popularity, if you think about the MOBAs in terms of how fun and engaging and complex they are with strategy and the different heroes and, and gear and stuff. So you want to knock it to B? Just knock it down to B, say like somewhere in the middle because of how toxic it can yeah. be you know what's what's a big indication of the community is like how low we rank it is how vitriolic people will attack us for ranking it lower and i think that's just more justification to put it even lower and lower just to get it to get in their head to get the psychological game in them we have no d's <laughs> we can go all the way down to d how do you like b no anger how do you like c b? Mm -hmm. yeah how do you like c yeah what is c you see you, you molding you molding you raging c? what about d what about d huh yeah, you probably belong in d Let's play League of Legends in D just to make people mad. No, no, we'll put it C and we'll call it mid. League is mid. Now C tier, it yeah. is mid. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Stamped. Boom. Approved. You heard it here first. As if the subreddit wasn't mad enough at us already. Now you're really going to hate us. And ever, everyone remember who was mad at this? Uh, Wade was the final say. He actually is responsible for that decision. I choose to pass on responsibility to Will because it's my birthday, so blame Will. Will could have edited us to, he's, we've said S, A, B, C, D, F, he could change it. He could just change what letter we say. And he chose to leave it in C. Mm -hmm. yep. He chose to leave it in S tier. Turns <laughs> out Will is a big league fan. God, if he is, he's, he's mauled and we're in his head. We're in his head. <laughs> this episode just never airs. Why are you guys hearing an episode on Wade's birthday? We recorded one, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know what's going on, it's very strange um let's do we've not done mario one of the original really popular nintendo games yeah, let's just do the mario it's, we have the franchise we have to do it like as a no group. you there's so many games i know but i've got 50 to 80 we've done two in 40 minutes mark you're gonna hit all of them pick one pick one you guys pick you guys pick the most iconic one you can think of the most iconic which you got super mario sunshine 64 all the early super nintendo mario world like there's so if many you're ones. gonna pick a mario game to represent the mario series no you can't Which you can't do it, it. Yeah, you have to that is a travesty and unfair because both Super Mario Sunshine and Mario 64, which I don't even think those really belong together, but those are close together. And the Mario Galaxy series exist. Mm -hmm. And the Mario yeah. Galaxy stuff is stands on its own for several reasons. Super Mario Strikers is one of my favorite soccer games of all time. Oh, yeah. What about the Mario sports games? Dude, Mario, Mario tennis? tennis? The N64 Amazing. Mario Tennis? Don't worry, guys. I put Mario Party separate. Oh, fuck that, Mario Party. Uh, oh, get out of here. <laughs> who are you, Tyler? I should probably put Mario Kart on here, too. Huh? Mario Kart? My God. Which one? And each one is different. Like, generations are Dude. different Mario Karts. I'm thinking of, like, the platformer Mario. Whatever ones fall under that category. Which one? 3D? I don't know, but you guys got to put it on some thing, so. Mario gets oh, its what? own tier. Mario is Mario tier. Mario would ha You would have to do a separate tier list for just Mario games. Oh, pick one. You pick one! I don't know. If we have to pick, if Mario is going to get all lumped and covered by one, we have no choice. It's S tier. It is. Yeah. There's no yeah. games that are bad enough to lower it. They're all, like, pretty good. There are plenty of Mario games that are bad enough that they would not be S tier for their own reasons. As a franchise, if you're going to force us to boil it down and pick one, mm -hmm. anything that we picked as representative of Mario is S tier. And there's a wide range of stuff that is Mario games mm -hmm. That are all S tier. 
because yeah. and I don't even like I platformers. I hate platformers. I hate 3D platformers. I'm bad at them. I don't like 2D platformers. I'm bad at them. I don't like Mario games in general because I personally struggle and they make me very frustrated because I'm just bad at them. S tier. They are yeah. S tier. Mario is S tier. There's too many examples <clears throat> to pull from that are S tier, but also it's I, I protest against this. Yeah, we could have an entire tier list of just Mario stuff, and it would be very interesting. There are some F-tier Mario games. Let's be perfectly honest. Here, I'll put an asterisk by your guys' names. Asterisk. Protested. Mario. There you guys go. You both got your asterisk for protesting this. Excellent. Uh, can you? Can mine specifically be for having issue with the way that you framed the question and, and putting it all on you specifically as an individual? Wade's way of framing... Blah blah blah. Oh, Got yeah, it. Close enough, I guess. <laughs> Does that feel good? Because no. I've put it in the notes. No, somehow okay, that good. feels worse. Um, let's do one of the first horror games I ever watched and played: Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Never played it. Get to skip that. Yep. As far here's the crazy thing: very scary. I wouldn't call it S tier for sure. As a game, you know the puzzle elements are there. Uh, so we, I wouldn't really call it on that, but the, it was so different when it came out. It was so different. I would probably put that in a tier just because as a horror experience, it kind of like really, really, really stuck out in people's minds as like this game. If you want to play a game to be scary, this is the one it had a good story. Um, no, yes, no, you be, ah, Bob, what do you think? I, I, I'm 100% unironic, never played it in my entire life. Everything I know about it is from watching, like, Mark clips. I never watched your full playthrough. I know a little bit about the game. For how novel it was in the horror genre, and I feel like maybe I was un unconnected, but was that the kickoff of, like, a big renaissance for horror video games? Because it feels like Amnesia came out, and it was a big deal for you, so, like, I heard a lot about it. And then following that a big swath of horror games that were all sort of experimenting with what what are horror games what are the mechanics what are the what are the things you know the fundamentals of horror in gaming all came out mm -hmm. all in a, all in a row following that it seemed like it kicked off something is that fair to say does that feel like that it's weird though because the ones that followed weren't really that similar for a while i mean there was outlast that came out a little while later that was somewhat in the same genre but i think the next big horror game series to come out after amnesia was the slender games right yeah but it still kicked off like, i think a renaissance because at this point like gaming engines were getting getting good enough to have uh the kind of lighting environments to really embrace more of the the real gripping horror of things not that there weren't scary games before of course there were and they were very good even with limited graphics um but i think like as as things got along yeah but even so as a game as like a game game i can't say it's like a game I would play again, which S is like you would play it over and over again, endless replayability because you want to come back to it. They had the custom stories that came out, so there were a few variants. Yeah, but they weren't they weren't as good as the main game. They were okay. I feel like all of this said, it's fair to make it a B. Somewhere between A B's and B makes sense. B is good. B is good. B is a good, good game. Yeah, but I like going through my head of like the way the physics of opening doors and stuff and running around and jumping. It was like it was very limited. Very scary, good experience. But if if I had to like consider which one of frictional games is better, I'd put Soma at A, just because that story and the the whole experience of it was so much more cohesive than Amnesia, while still being scary, not as scary. I'll put Soma at A, because I'm assuming Bob won't 
fight that because he probably didn't watch her play that one. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay, we'll put so much amnesia at B and see what people say about that. Too scary. I don't like it. Too scary. Because I really thought that when Soma came out, it got a negative like no reaction, oh, which I thought was weird. That. I really enjoyed it. You said that before, and we were like, no. I swear. People. People love that game. Subreddit, someone let me know if if on launch people were disappointed in Soma because it wasn't a sequel to Amnesia. Subreddit, do you not like something? How, who else am I supposed <laughs> to ask? All of you, find a way to let me know. I've done this before. Yeah, Soma, I go on, I go on Steam and it's overwhelmingly positive because it was. I'm saying on launch, I thought people were kind of like, we wanted Amnesia's sequel, not like this. Oh, well, that's just people being curmudgeons. People hate everything. I thought that that was the reaction at launch. And then they played it. They were like, oh, this good. I thought it was a great game. I played through it. I thought it was a great game. A Machine for Pigs came out and got a bad response. Is that what you're... But no. No, I was thinking of Soma. Oh, well, you're wrong. You think wrong. Okay. Yeah, you think well, bad. I'll take it if it's true. Uh, Skyrim, or the Elder Scrolls series, however you want to look at it. No, pick one! Stop doing that! That's not fair. Skyrim is like its own saga. That game's been released 50 different times. And they made a version where all the all the dragons make Owen Wilson sounds. I'm pretty yeah. sure that was an official Bethesda version. <laughs> wow. Wow. They've also got one where you can have, like, Thomas the Train flying around, I think. Yeah, they've made any any mod that you could think of. It exists. Yeah. There's probably one where it's just, like, Mark's face flying around at you. Probably. It's a bunch of E-memes. E. Yep, that's, that's mm. what you want. Where would you guys put... Skyrim. Oh, we were doing series before. That's why I've grouped this together. We did like the Mass Effect series. We did The Last of Us. Like we've done series. I hate that idea now. Well, Mass Effect series is a cohesive series. Like those are literally this the same game with minor tweaks going back and forth. Skyrim is fundamentally different from Oblivion, which is fundamentally different from Morrowind, which is fun fundamentally different than was it Daggerfall? I actually don't know. Yeah, I don't know beyond Morrowind because I I played Morrowind. Played Oblivion. Well, we'll do Skyrim, but like we probably won't get the other games. So yeah. Skyrim. When it came out, it was a buggy nightmare of a mess on console, specifically PlayStation. It was a fantastic game, but I remember playing it on PlayStation because I was not a I was not a PC gamer. I don't think when it came out, or I, I didn't do a whole lot of PC gaming outside of maybe. Did, when did it come out? Oh, nine. Skyrim released. <laughs> yeah, Skyrim's a great game, but even when I first played it, when it came out, I really got into it, and I was like, this is great. But even I could tell then it was so clunky. And it was 2012? Things... What? Is that what? true? December 4th of 2012? 2011. 20... November 1st, 2011. Why does it say initial release date on the... Okay. Oh, it's Dragonborn. Oh, okay. Still, that's later than I would have guessed. 2011. So that was before I was a PC gamer, which is why I played on console. The thing that I've always known about the Elder Scrolls games is that they always, the the music and the environment and like the trailers always like make it seem so much bigger than the actual game is. Uh, and then when you get in the game, you look at it like, this is cool. A little rough around the edges, guys. Especially when you played Oblivion. Skyrim was way better than Oblivion when it first came out. I'd put it at A. I think it's an A game. Definitely, that's very, very good, but it wasn't perfect. I Well, I do feel like, and this is not my take, I've seen lots of people talk about this, uh, Skyrim represents uh, still the, like, the before times for Bethesda, where, yeah, it's absolutely broken in a lot of ways, and there are still, like, there are to this day bugs in the game that can break your whole save and, like, ruin your game, and you just have to delete it and start over, or whatever. Had that happen 43 hours in? It In general, it has that, like... Old school Bethesda charm where most of the bugs and stuff are like funny and charming 
and they add to the vibe of it, even if they are completely just bugs, broken stuff, things that don't work right. But, like, the new, you know, like, the Fallout 76 lost the cute, charming nature of all the bugs. 16 times the detail. <laughs> it just works. Uh, but, yeah, no, it... I don't know. I feel like Skyrim has that. I never really got that. I always just got frustrated because those the Skyrim the Elder Scrolls games are clunky as shit and feel really awkward and I hate that. But like people still like that, right? That's why Skyrim was so popular. I feel like it's it's not an objectively good game, but it has a quality about it, even with all the bugs that what'd you say, Mark? B? I said A. I said A, said a. just because it's not S to me, but I know it's S to a lot of people. But Yeah, I feel like it belongs in A because it's, I mean, there's a reason it's been re-released, remastered 30 different ways. It's on every console. It's. A, I'm surprised there's not like a mobile version of it. Maybe there is. I don't even know. There's all the memes of the Skyrim intro playing on a TI-83 graphing calculator and all this stuff. Like, it's iconic for a reason. I feel like it deserves A, even if it's a really broken kind of shitty mess of bugs and things. I feel like it deserves at least A for how great and fun it is, how replayable it is. I've replayed it a lot of times. I've really enjoyed it, and I feel like you can get a different experience playing it multiple times, like a truly different experience. You can do completely, like, unless you're 100%ing it every time, but, like, you can go through a different path. You can do different side quests, explore different areas, and get, like, 80 to 100 hours in and really feel like you've experienced different stuff than the last time you played, which is kind of cool. However, I do think it deserves a bit of a knock, extending the fact that game companies are like, we can release broken games to people? Great, because now when your Diablo 4 betas come out, when your anthems, your atlases, and so on and so forth, they come out for public to try, and it's like, this is an unplayable fucking scrap heap of a mess. And they're like, oh, it's fine, we'll fix it later. And then the games either disappear, don't really get fixed, or it's so bad you just never come back to it. I mean, Anthem had promise, and on release, it was so horrible that the game is completely gone now, mm. because it was just so broken. If it had just worked slightly that one might have survived but skyrim especially like i said on playstation i think i think it was worse on playstation than everywhere else was just so buggy and broken it truly like diluted the experience to the point where it's like i remember getting like i said about 40 50 hours in which for me back then was a lot of time to put into one single game and having like my save file there was like a, a city you went to i forget what it was called you had to like investigate a murder or something and that quest line broke my entire save and i had to restart and it was just like I don't have time to put 50, 60 hours into a single game again. I just, whatever. And I shelved it for a while and came back years later, but mm. I think A is fair. Then the mods. The mods. There are some great mods. Yeah, but mods don't count. Yeah, whatever. Mod tier list would be fun, but. Yeah, it would be. Mm. This is one I've not really played, but I know that they're popular and they've been around a while. The card games like Magic the Gathering. Uh, your Hearthstone. We can do whichever one you all feel like from that genre's representative. I feel like Hearthstone is probably a good pick for, for a very popular one. Sure. Yeah. I have never got it. I've played a bit of Hearthstone because uh, it's very popular. I've never got the appeal of playing like digital card games like that. I played Magic the Gathering as a kid. We collected cards. We built decks. We played against each other. So I get that. And Hearthstone is basically just kind of a digital version of that where you can play against whoever you want and, and have online stuff. And it doesn't strike me as a particularly groundbreaking thing. Like, it's Blizzard. People love Blizzard lore, and there's a bunch of lore and things in the different cards and characters. And it's a clearly an extremely popular game, but, like, I don't know. 
It strikes me as mid. Maybe that's just me not getting it. No, I was saying the same thing. C, like C, because I've played it before. It's kind of fun, but I never got into it. And it was still just like, eh, I got to buy packs to get more cards. And I don't really like this. And I would never really play the multiplayer aspect of it. So I was always just playing the bots or the c- computer. And it's like, it's it's C. It's fine. It's kind of fun, but it's not that I, fun. I guess I get that it's a card. It's like Magic and, and other card collecting games, Yu-Gi-Oh! Where, but it, it loses the complete thing of actually owning the cards. Because you own, you own nothing. You own a digital license to nothing. If Blizzard shut the game down, all that money you spent on packs would earn you nothing. So, like, that's a fun part. I like yep. Magic because we played it sometimes, and you could go to tournaments. But I had all these cards. You sort the cards, you build the decks, you theorycraft stuff. That's, like, a lot of the fun part, I feel like. It's like, it's like one of those games where you don't own anything, you don't collect anything. You just do the playing part, which is fun. But I feel like that takes away the part, big part of what I liked about collecting card games like that in you know where you own the cards and you actually collect them so you feel in c i i probably get some anger from hearthstone fans but for me see uh, it's not bad i played against bots a couple of times and i was like all right i'm kind of done like that was enough for me and it's interesting to watch the esports stuff i do find interesting because you watch and the commentators are like oh well he has he has three of these in the deck and he's looking to he if he draws one of these blah and it's like yeah the theory crafting of these card games very cool very intriguing Mm -hmm. but it's in good company we have assassin's creed world of warcraft PUBG, league of legends and hearthstone at c tier so it's it's in good company (laughs) we have a high we have a high curve c's pretty good yeah c's okay (laughs) it's just maybe games that we personally don't like but are still all right take that hearthstone this isn't like a what we think the world thinks this is our tier list well our tier list is probably the most correct but i guess you're right well i agree it is the most correct and everyone else's is wrong the most correct yeah. You have goals. Reach them fast with IU Online's accelerated degree programs. Our six and eight week courses are taught 100% online and can fit any schedule. Advance your career with a bachelor's in mathematics. It only takes 10 minutes to apply. Earn an Indiana University degree that's valued around the world. Get started today at IU Online. Um, let's do Until Dawn, which started off the anthology games version of like quick time horror, I think. I think it's I think it was a one that changed things a little bit and started off its own little version of horror games. C. C? C no explanation. I never played it. It's just made by the same people who, who make the um the Dark Pictures Anthology? Dark Pictures Anthology, yeah. Well, I, I, I think it's the same developers, but it's it's not it's part of that. It's that kind of game, right? Yeah. Dark Pictures are like their own little anthology until Dawn stands on okay. its own. It's probably the best example of those types of games. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see. I don't even want to talk about it. I, I haven't specifically played Until Dawn, but like, okay. uh, yeah. I loved it. But, um, you know, this is your guys' thing. I, I won't fight you on it. One <laughs> I love that both of us two. are like, I don't want to talk about C. <laughs> just, just, we could get we have Pokemon it. in a B tier, which blows my mind. So I, I, I can't. I, no, know. that makes sense. That, that's 100%. Uh, very fair. Wade endorses this. Very place. fair. <laughs> Why, Mars? That's so shocking coming from you. Because you'd fuck like a third of them or something, wouldn't you? Hey, that's unrelated to playing the games. If there was a Pokemon sex dating game, Mark would be all over that. <laughs> 
Game devs, you heard it here first. Yeah, you didn't you didn't volunteer that game, so you know we gotta get. We, I just I just call him like I'm seeing. Um, okay, we're coming down to the end here. Let's do Subnautica. I feel like that follows a lot of uh, survival exploration games and doesn't necessarily define a lot. At the same time, it does feel like it's different, and I can't explain why. Can you explain why, yeah. Mark? Do you feel that? Yo, yeah, definitely. It was just the environment. Like, being in an ocean and swimming in an ocean, it really embraced it, like, and it really owned it, and it made that experience very cohesive. I wouldn't put it as, like, the greatest game of all time. I'd put it B. I'd say it's a very good B game. Yeah. I, I will say, I, I, as a person who loses direction in those games and has trouble a lot, I played a lot of the first Subnautica game. It kept my attention and kept me focused on the idea of, like, gotta do the next thing. Wanna see, you know, I saw the big submarine. I saw that that exists. Gotta see what the deal is with that. Like, it's good. B, I think, is pretty fair. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Sims. And pick whichever one. I mean, The Sims 1, 2, 3, 4, whatever. Oh, I mean, well, they are, again, only... I feel like let's go with the most recent one, Sims 4 and all the expansions and stuff, because there's so much content for that game. I've not played a Sims game since, like, the first one, I don't think. Not much, anyway, so... Yeah, it doesn't appeal to me in terms of playing mm -hmm. it. It seems really tedious. But also, I've always enjoyed any content that gets so popular that it comes up. I always am like, well, I gotta watch. Like, this looks hilarious. And it's... It's yeah. consistently good, funny stuff because the people who like The Sims are willing to put a lot of effort into it. There's an exception, though, because I think Mark made me in a video game and I was, like, creepy and crazy and pissed myself a lot. And I think I burnt the house yeah, down. Pretty accurate. Yeah, you yeah, killed, you, accurate. you killed yourself in a house fire while you were trying to cook, like, lunch or something, if I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, B. I think good B. A good B. I think, yeah. I think it's a game I would never really play myself, but it definitely deserves B. Yeah, I was gonna go lower, but what Bob was saying, I kind of agree with. Like, yeah, it it, it does it, it does. I always watch videos that are Sims related. I always do. Sims content is is almost always good. Respect. Mm -hmm. This one's interesting to me. But I don't know if you guys played much of it. I'm trying to do some rapid fire here at the end. Uh, the Twisted Metal series, Twisted Metal Two. I think Twisted Metal Black are probably the two that stand out most in people's minds. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about you it. You drive around in cars and you shoot other people. It's it's AI, but like you're driving a car and you're fighting other cars to win a tournament, basically. I can't speak on it. That's where I got my username from. Minion's the ice cream truck. No, that's Sweet Tooth. Yeah, well, which one's Minion? What does he look like? Minion in Twisted Metal 2, it was like a boss on like a lava level. He like drove around in a tank. He was like a demon from hell who drove around like this tank. And you could use a cheat code to play as him. <laughs> Look, uh, the only, I will say, the only Twisted Metal game I ever played is my cousins in Michigan had Twisted Metal on the PS2. I don't even know which one it was. I think it was probably Twisted mm -hmm. Metal 2. 2 was PS1 launch title. It was okay, PS1. so it was whatever was the PS2 Twisted Metal game then. Had to be Black, probably? Twisted Metal Black, maybe? I don't remember a lot about it. It was kind of fun, but it was fun in the context of stuck at a family uh, party where it, this is a video game I have access to as opposed to talking about myself to family members and updating everyone on what's happening in middle school. Uh, so I feel like that's not an accurate representation. I want to say C, but I don't want to offend you too deeply. I don't care. D. Yeah, I could even say D, but I don't. I know it means something to you, Wade. Somewhat of a thing you like. At the like. time, it was a lot of fun. It means something to me. Mm -hmm. As a game on its own, I mean, they've not had a new game come out for it since... 2001 june of 2001 looks like it that's what the wiki said oh wait no there's a no yeah 2000 
2012 for the PS3, they re-released, they redid a retitle release of Twisted Metal. Okay, I didn't even know that, but that's just a re-release, not a new game, I guess. But it was fairly well re- like received. As a game series, it was fun at the time, but I'm not sure if a lot of people even think about it or remember it. I'm fine tossing it in C. The the idea for Twisted Metal comes from that era of video games where I get the sense that a bunch of guys, a bunch of like marketing guys, were kind of sitting around, and all the game developers were like, "Oh, I'd really like to make." I have this idea, you know, and the and the marketing guys were like, "Ah, kids like cars and like guns <laughs> and <laughs> make some kind of thing where you drive around and you shoot each other, and that's it." And the game guys are like, "Well, do you want like a story, or characters, or anything?" And the guys like, "Nah, just cars and guns. We'll sell it." Well, sell it. There's a lot of games that kind of fall into that, it seems like. Yeah, like ba- in that era, the N64 era, really, Battle Tanks, and, you know, you had um, uh, Battle Tanks. <laughs> this was pre-N64. This was PS1 uh, when Twisted Metal started coming out. But, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was part of that genre of, ah, we can put fire and cars and explosions on the cover. But, I mean, it mm-hmm. was fun to play. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Um, okay, let's move on. I, I want to do, like, three more, then we'll call it. Uh, Left for Dead. Oh. <sighs> pretty fun i played it a lot it was it was good i don't like it as much as everyone else seems to like it back for blood has recently come out did you like back for blood because it's kind of like in the same vein with the newer i like that back for blood feels less stiff i feel like left for dead even when it came out felt like an old game to me the movement Mm. mechanics and everything always felt like really junky very source engine yeah Yeah. so it all it fell old from the moment it came out i love back for blood i never got into left for dead and i don't know why i like back for blood because it feels more modern and it has mechanics but it still has the same thing where after after like the first 40 minutes of a run and you're still going in back for blood it's it reaches a point where i'm like oh we did it i got more cards all right let's keep going and like it's not that it's not fun but it's it's just like wears on me or something yeah as opposed to like team fortress which does play similarly but the round's over when it's over and you, you're like whoof that was a good match that it has like well it's different because it's competitive but i played left for dead competitive actually when it first came out like it, some people would be zombies oh like the well, infected not, not multiplayer right okay. yeah infected multiplayer and i was like that's very fun like that is that is that is fun and it was interesting, and it would like you go as far. So it had a, a, some fun things to it. But I'm not in love with the game. I, I B or C is fine with me. I would say C or D for me. But I think I just don't like it as much as everyone else. C then. C's right in the middle. Um, I wanted to do GoldenEye specifically. Uh, the N64 James Bond game, which is an iconic one people think people of. People have such an infatuation with that game that I've never understood. I played it when it first came out, and it was pretty good, but it was even I as... Because I played computer shooters since then, like, and going to the N64 to try to play a shooter was the most infuriating thing possible because I'd played Doom at this point, and I knew the responsiveness that it could have, and I was just playing this turning at, like, two frames a second... I was just like, oh, my God, this is awful. Um, So I had a terrible experience with it, but other people disagree. I personally felt like Winback 64 was a much more fun version of a shooter for the N64, Mm -hmm. and I love that game. I played it with my dad. It's very sentimental. I love GoldenEye because it was my first experience in multiplayer shooters, and I'm currently like a big Valorant Counter-Strike fan, so that was an entree to that. But it never... It was never quite what I wanted it to be in terms of the multiplayer. I will say it earns a lot of points in my mind because the speedrunning community around Goldeneye and the speedrunning um, like tech and te- and stuff that's developed for the game and has developed is, is, and is still being worked on and improved to this day 
is fascinating. Not a game mm-hmm. I want to play, but it earns a lot of points for me because the speedrunning stuff is very cool. All the all the different little tech things. There's literally levels where the speedrun involves looking at the wall, strafing, and then at some point you look at a certain point in the sky and you throw six grenades off into the distance and they explode. <laughs> and that's so that later a certain character's in the right position. Like there's all this really crazy, like, yeah. I love that. So I would say mm-hmm. like CB yeah. for me. Because I like the game and everything around it, but I don't want to play it. I wouldn't want to go play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'd put like C, but big head mode might bop it over to B for <laughs> me. I also got to say, like, the couch co-op experience of having, like, four friends. Like, I wasn't big on playing it myself because I've never been big with competitive stuff with friends. But there was something about getting together with people, and even if I wasn't playing... Just watching people have fun, having like the four corners of the screen, like you could watch each of them playing together, and like the whole stop screen cheating and stuff, like comments like that that you don't even think about now because we all play on our own systems. But like people that were worried about that, like, dude, I swear I'm not screen cheating. We pinky promise, like stuff like I don't know if you guys had conversations like that where it's like promise, you pinky promise. People would try to sneak up and they'd be like, don't screen cheat. Like so many times I remember hearing that phrase and I didn't even think about it until I started talking about Golden. That's a fun game. I'll toss it and be try to try to temper your actions because you are screen cheating but try to make it look like you're not because you're all <laughs> you're was. all literally everyone looking was. at the same tv everyone and was. you're like oh i know he's he's in the bathroom what if i go over here and i don't look at him but i know it's like that was, that was really fun as a kid yeah yeah all right uh the last one we're gonna do we're gonna, we're gonna have to collectively pick one of these there's been a lot of them uh final fantasy i'm excluding 14 because 14's mmo and i think we could just spend a lot of time on that on, alone Final Fantasy, to me, the one that stands out growing up is Final Fantasy X. But I know literally everyone has a favorite and that range anywhere from you know the original to like 16. Do you want to be here for 30 minutes talking about <laughs> Final Fantasy? Do you want that to be the last one? It's, I think we have to cover Why? it. It's too big of a series. Fine. We All pick right. Final Fantasy X because Wade suggests it. C. Yeah, yeah C. That's it? No, no discussion. The only ones, I will say, the only ones I've actually played are one... 7, 14, and Final Fantasy Tactics on the Game Boy Advance. And of all of those, I have the most time, in, believe it or not, in Final Fantasy Tactics Advance on the Game Boy. I mm. love that game. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I've played 7 to completion, 8 to halfway through, 9 barely, 10, I finished it, and then I stopped playing after that. Now let's, let's, okay, this, that, that was a terrible ending. Advanced Wars. <gasps> They're releasing a new one! What is that? I don't know what that is. S tier, S tier game, period. I will take no exceptions. Advanced Wars was an amazing game. The four way link cable. The four way link cable. You can play multiplayer with your friends on the bus. Yes. Seeing the animations of your little, little tanks and shit shooting missiles at each other, the tactics in there. Oh, S-tier game. Okay, S-tier game. Advanced Wars Wade is an RTS game. It's a Game Boy. It was originally released on Game Boy Advance, I believe. And there has been a sequel, which was also a Game Boy Advance title, or maybe a DS title, I don't remember. And they're releasing a new Advanced Wars on Switch this year. Mm -hmm. Soon. Yeah. Is that a better RTS than, like, Command & Conquer games? Because I think of Command & Conquer. It's like unrelated to 3d graphics rts games it is a grid based turn based rts game and it is s tier okay. good pick mm-hmm. mark thank you thank you very much next up on my pick list mega man x never played it 
All right, I was going to say A tier. It's pretty good, I wouldn't say. A lot of people, like, get all, all faffy about, like, Mega Man. It's a very good game. It's not S tier, though. My only experience with Mega Man is I find it really clunky. Yeah, well, Mega Man X was a lot better than Mega Man. Mega Man was super clunky. Yeah. Mega Man X was, like, transformative in the movement, and it did feel a lot smoother. Mm. Um, but I would still wouldn't put it at S. Frostpunk is a game that is so near and dear to my heart. <laughs> I I will I know I know that it's so divisive. I'd forgotten it existed, and I think I played a little oh, and watched people play it. In my it. soul, it's S tier, but I know people would disagree with that. Like I love every part of that game: the music, the gameplay, the difficulty, the it, oh, the drama. Ooh, ooh, I feel like it was kind of a B. Yeah, that strikes me as a B. Oh, don't wound me. No, I'm don't sorry, wound me. but no, no that's. Good. I'll give it an A for you, Mark, because you're fighting vehemently for S, but I feel like it's a B. Oh, come on. It's, it's such a, a B good, is pretty I, good, I, man. Sure. B is it's, good. It, B is it's, good. It's, all right, but okay. I tossed it in low A for you, so it's we, we've compromised. All right, thank you. Thank you. It's just like, I know it's divisive, but it's just like, for some reason, at first when I played it too, I was like, well, this fucking sucks. And then I came back to it. I was like, I need to beat every map perfectly i just fell in love with it i just love that one anyway that's okay we didn't we covered zero sports games can we just kind of lump madden fifa like they're they're different but f f no f, f, I, f, whoa f, hey f, f, d f d are we covering all sports games or do you mean madden if there's one that jumps out at you i feel like for me i liked ncaa football the much better than madden mm. all the ncaa games that haven't come out since 2014 madden uh, I've never, I've always wanted to enjoy Madden. I never really have. I've not played FIFA. I've not played like the NHL games, but just like, I don't know. I have to kind of, like I said, we're at the end here. So, no, we're not. We're not. We should just say all sports games are D. If you like them for any reason, you like the sport, you like the mechanics, I think they're fun. I don't watch UFC. Mm -hmm. UFC 4 is an impressively fun game. It's complex. Mm. The grappling is kind of hard. Some of the WWE and wrestling games are fun in their own way because of, like, modding and customizing. There are a lot of sports games I've enjoyed. I still, to this day, play sports games. I think they belong in D because they mm. don't innovate. They're kind of garbagey. It's the same crap year after year. It's EA just trying to sell you ultimate team packs and bullshit, yeah. and I hate it, but I I really enjoy some of those games. They totally, they're totally fun. I play them a lot. Okay, cool. Oh, there's so many iconic games still on the list. Is there, What else do you guys want to name before we wrap up? Metal Slug. I haven't played it. Metal, okay, Metal Slug. That's an old arcade game. I, I would put it high, but it, it eats your coins like nobody's business, but it is one of the best pixel art games I've ever played. Like, it, I just wanted to play it more just to see all the beautiful art there. I would put it at B for... It, it's as a game without the coins... But as an arcade game itself, to eat all your coins, I put it at B just because it, it just, you die too easily. It chew, it's designed to chew up your money. I never played it growing up, but I played it on like an emulator with zombie mold years ago. And I've got like a YouTube series on it. So that like hits me in the feels thinking about it. So I'll give it as high a rating as you want. How high you I, I think go. B is a fair, fair rating for that game. The only thing I do know is that I, I think it's very pretty. So I, I'm fine with that. I know, I know that it, the art is fantastic. For how old? I mean, how old is the game? Metal Slug, what year did that even come out? I mean, that's an old arcade game. Uh, 90s? 90s, yeah. Mid-90s? Yeah. That was the thing about, like, those types of games for the SNES, and, and the, like, they played so smooth. Like, when they were writing this pixel art and, like, uh, kind of, like, working like that, it just, it was so beautifully smooth. The refresh rates on, like, CRT TVs and the arcade cabinets for these, you can still go to arcades and play it. It's just, like, it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. 
Very imaginative too. But God, it was a it was a money eater. What about Raft? See, 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 fantasy. If you're looking at it from a content perspective, I get why people enjoy us playing Raft and why it's a good content game. I think in terms of a game, if I was going to play that by myself or with friends, kind of like boring water Minecraft in a lot of ways. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it's yeah. way more limited Minecraft, so yeah. that's good. I probably wouldn't watch someone else play it. Maybe I would. I, I might enjoy that. But yeah, I wouldn't play it like off yeah. stream much. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. No other games you guys need to cover? I mean, there's so many, but there's no time. There's no, t- there's no We time. have no time, Wade. We covered we covered a lot more than I thought we would today. So real quick going over, we have its own little off our list standard from last time, Gary's Mod Guitar Hero slash Rock Band. Our S tier games, Mass Effect, Zelda, Doom, the Soul series, which is very gener- generic. Uh, general Minecraft, Mario, and Advanced Wars. A tier, we have Last of Us, FNAF, Call of Duty, Halo, Diablo, Grand Theft Auto, Soma, Skyrim, Mega Man X, and Frostpunk. Move, move FNAF to B. Let's move. Let's all agree. Move FNAF to B. The king has decreed. Sure. Yeah. If we're just talking about FNAF one. FNAF has been downgraded. Take that, you stupid bear. Um, so now it's Last of Us, Call of Duty, Halo, Diablo, Grand Theft Auto, Soma, Skyrim, Mega Man X, and Frostpunk. B tier, Pokemon. Amnesia, Subnautica, The Sims, Goldeneye, Metal Slug, and FNAF. C tier, Assassin's Creed, World of Warcraft, PUBG, League of Legends, Hearthstone, Until Dawn, Twisted Metal, Left 4 Dead, Final Fantasy X, and Raft. D tier, sports games. F tier, <laughs> Fortnite, and Bad UI Design, which came up because of Fortnite. So... There you have it. Uh, you know what? Now that you read it all together, I'm sensing some kind of bias here. <laughs> hmm, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. Just because millions of eight-year-olds like it doesn't mean it's a good game. Just sports games in detail, all of them. Rehashing Ultimate Pack, and then just F-tier by itself, Fortnite. <laughs> you might as well say Fortnite and UI design in Fortnite. Double Fortnite. I have parentheses illegal, question mark, by it, so yeah, it's all... All there together. All right, I can't wait to see. All right, let me calculate our final scores here. Uh, I'm ready. Oh yeah, scores. Um, I worked really hard to accumulate points, so mm, I expect mm -hmm. to win. You boys started off with a whopping negative thirty each, (laughs) because despite me mentioning it like six times, this episode's airing on my birthday, and I got zero happy birthdays, so negative thirty points each to start with that. So our final score. You know what? Wait, I just want to say happy birthday. And I'm sorry it's so late in the episode. You deserved earlier. It's really my fault. Thank you. Yeah, it really means a lot now that it's too late to matter. Thank you. How many points did that get me? <laughs> oh, minus one for trying to suck up at the end whenever I'm already a little bit upset that there's no happy birthdays. So Bob at minus 23 points. Mark. Mm-hmm. It was actually relatively close. I felt like we had a pretty good discussion. Mark. The losing streak's over. Negative twenty-one. Wow, you won by now judged. two points. Wait, are we are we judging by absolute value, highest absolute value, or or furthest to the right on the number line? Closest to zero. Well, I could get closer to zero. I could be nothing. <laughs> you guys are worse than nothing. <laughs> I was gonna do the what do you guys know about Wayne quiz today, but then not a single fucking happy birthday. It's like fuck you both. You guys don't know shit about. Well, Bob tried and he lost points, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fall in that trap again. I said like two or three times <laughs> at the beginning, like my birthday, and you guys are like, yeah, great, okay, uh, let me talk about this. Uh, like, you're, that's that's <laughs> you're gaslighting me right now. Spend thirty minutes talking about Mark falling over, uh-huh. but not a single three seconds for a happy birthday, Wade. It's fine. 
Whatever. I made a very nice gesture when I said happy birthday, and you just didn't want... Yeah, you really meant it. You didn't want to have any of that. You gave me negative points for that. What does that say Mm -hmm. about your response? Yeah, and therefore, why would I try? Why are you fighting, Mark? You won because of it. (laughs) Uh, We just fight. It's an instinct. (laughs) This is why you're on a losing streak, you dumbass. (laughs) Uh, You're right. Okay. Bob, do you have a loser speech? Uh, I like video games. And I hope that everyone listening is deeply upset by at least one choice that we've made because uh, we did it for you. We did it specifically to offend you and make sure that you go on the subreddit and make as many posts as you want about that and how upset you are and how angry it made you. Uh, Because we'll look at them. We'll definitely look at them. Uh, Thanks. Happy birthday, Wade. You jerk. <laughs> Mark, do you have a winner's speech? Yes, I do. Thank you, Subreddit, for believing in me so hard. I like that you are always on my side and watching the videos here and mm. seeing the secret signals <laughs> that those listening on audio can't possibly understand and are definitely missing out on. There's so much mm, juicy things going Mm. on here that are totally different than what we normally do when we are recording the audio episodes thank you for believing me but stay on the lookout for the injustice of the future just because i win now doesn't mean that i can't uh win in the future wait no just because i win now doesn't mean that i won't lose in the future because of ulterior motives from the other two they're jealous of how of our connection and our love make an eye contact with me while you're doing that i just want you to know no no i'm the audience uh-huh. Will, make sure to slowly zoom in on my lips. Move your head around more. Will, zoom in. <laughs> Tighter. <laughs> All right, winning speech over. Well, thank you guys so much for joining. Hopefully uh, this game's tier list. Hopefully we at least covered more of the games you all wanted to see. I know there's still so many I would have loved to cover that we didn't, but... Part 3, coming next year. Probably. Next time I have to host and I don't have an idea. Tier list part 3. <laughs> uh, if you guys haven't already, go follow co-host Mark. He's Markiplier. I was called you Fark. That's okay. <laughs> follow Fark <laughs> at Farkiplier. There probably is one. Don't do that. Follow Mark. Markiplier. Bob Meisker. I'm Wade. Minion777 or Lord Minion777. We have merch. Store.distractiblepodcast.com. Stay tuned for the next one where Mark's going to host and who knows what the hell he'll put us through. So look forward to that. Until then, podcast out.